So, Harry. Yes. You are very shortly going to enter into the exciting world of married life. Mm-hmm. Now, we know that all marriages have their ups and downs. It's a long, long road. So what are your plans <laughs> for uh, you know, keeping, the, keeping the magic alive, keeping the flame going? Oh, you're loving us, aren't you? Um, well, I guess that I could take a leaf out of these guys' book and every couple of years we could have sex. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ambitious, but yeah. sure, yeah. <laughs> Either that or just, I guess I could just smash the house down and just do lots of DIY. What you kind of do out anyway, really. Well, I'm running out of DIY, so it's getting smashy, smashy season soon. Okay. Um, so I build it all back. Oh, great. Okay. So your formula for a successful marriage is smashy, smashy, followed by sexy, sexy, followed by more smashy, smashy. Yeah. Great. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Sounds good. <laughs> Foolproof. How could it fail? <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to Beyond the Box Set, the podcast where today we are pitching prequels, sequels, and spin-off ideas to Mr. and Mrs. Smith. We'll also be pitching some drinking games and hearing other sequel pitches from our Twitter followers. But first, we're going to talk about some of our favourite moments from the original movie and catch you up with a bit of a plot summary. I'm Harry, the host with the most, argumentative partner. Yeah, undeniable. Once again. And Although jo- I wouldn't try and shoot her. That, that's a bit extreme. <laughs> Maybe. Or blow her up. Yeah. And joining me as always, the host with the most cause to take a hit out on me, is John Lucas. Oh, any day now. Any day now. <laughs> so, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Yes. What do you think? I've got to be honest, I did not love this movie. Yeah, I didn't think you would, like after watching it. Yeah, okay, sure. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I didn't, didn't pick it thinking, like, John, I hate this. No, I didn't think, well, I didn't hate it. It wasn't awful. I just thought it could have been so much better. Yeah. It's just kind of... All the elements are there. Yep. But it just it just got really repetitive. And after a certain yep. point, I was just like, how much more of this sexy violence do I have to sit through before a plot emerges? Mm. And I would argue that it never did. <laughs> like, what is the pl- what is the plot of this movie? Uh, there's two agents. Yeah, sure. Sorry, there's two assassins, and they're in different agencies. Yeah. And for whatever reason, the agencies don't like that, mm-hmm. and so they uh, put a hit out on each other yeah i guess that's the reveal at the end of exactly what is going on but yeah yeah i think here's my main problem with this movie the the central premise is flawed yeah because we have to believe that these two people at the top of their game as assassins yeah you know you need to be a very high intelligence i'd imagine to be a good assassin you know yeah and yet they've been living together in the same house for six plus five five or or six six years they've been married five or six years yeah Uh, they've been living together for five or six years and they've never figured out that the other, each has never even suspected for a moment mm-hmm. that the other is also an assassin. Yes. This makes them seem both deeply stupid and bad at their jobs. <laughs> uh, and it's kind of hard to then believe in them as assassins. As or well. it's that they're both so good at their jobs that they're so good at keeping their cover. But we see clearly that's untrue. <laughs> They are terrible at staying undercover. They cause nothing but destruction everywhere they go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but only because they're going up against each other. When uh, so it's so it's like two, it's like two positive magnetic forces or something. It's like when mm-hmm. you try and get them together, it just creates. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Okay. I felt like ultimately this movie needed to be about twenty five percent sillier. 
Yeah. It should have really gone all in on the comedy, I think. Yeah, maybe. Because I think, I don't think the problem is the cast. I think if there's a saving grace of this movie, and like I said, it's not terrible. The saving grace is it's very pleasing to the eye. Like they are very attractive <laughs> people. And sometimes just watching sexy people be sexy is- They're incredible. Is just, you know, that's- enjoyable yeah there's no and two ways about it that's why the majority of people went and watched this film well yeah well this the other thing about this film is that it wasn't just like a hit movie it was like a cultural event because you know this came out and then angelina and brad got together and then brangelina was born and poor <laughs> jennifer was born and all this you know poor jennifer it, it was a huge thing and i really think all the stories around it are what made the movie so big because it was absolutely massive it made like 300 million and this yeah. is like in 2005 for a film yeah. that's not like a franchise movie that's very very impressive mm-hmm. um so yeah it was a huge huge hit but i had so i don't i don't i'm not saying it should have been recast or anything i think they're good they're mm-hmm. really good and they're well cast and the chemistry's there they definitely mm-hmm. have good chemistry because they were really fucking yeah uh, you know it's all there it's all there <laughs> and i've seen them well i've seen brad pitt be funny you yeah. know in other films yeah i don't know if i've ever seen angelina Jolie be funny but i'd like to yeah i'd like to see her like push herself into you know out of her comfort zone a bit more in that way mm-hmm. but no, they're just really, really bland. Mm-hmm. Like the characters don't have any kind of arc, and there's not even any like interesting supporting characters. It's all them. It really is, isn't it? Like there are supporting characters, but, but they're, they're pointless. They're nothing. Po- yeah, you've got uh, you've got Vince Vaughn. Yeah, they've each got a friend or a yeah. po- slash business partner, or whatever. So Angelina Jolie's got Kerry Washington, who is just bland. Yeah, it just kind of is a person for her to say things to. I mean, she's basically Kerry Washington is one of her. Th- the, the three other people yeah who are in this movie yeah no no no, no as in one of angelina's three oh yeah like, she's got three assistants assistants yeah i whatever. think she has moderately more dialogue than the other two but yeah essentially yeah. she could just as easily have been played by like will, a voice you, you know <laughs> you know a voice in a machine yeah it could have been like angelina jolie's siri siri yeah, yeah. basically that's up for all she does yeah and then yeah vince vaughn's just creepy and irritating but not in an interesting way yeah which is how i often find vince vaughn to be creepy and irritating there are some points in this film where i think okay this feels somewhat progressive for a for a a 2005 movie like they're really getting sort of equal screen time and showing that the characters are very equally capable and you know it looks quite good and like she's not just uh an an, an object that he's fighting for or something and like nothing's nothing's at her expense that isn't also at his expense and like Mm -hmm. it's very even like that i'll circle back to that but then whenever vince vaughn comes into it it's like oh dear this this really just undoes. This character is... Yeah, well, well, I don't know if we're I mean, supposed to... Like, I, I get it. The, the, the character is the weirdo. It's not it, yeah. know, it's, it's not the film that's the Because he's this like proto-incel one. who lives with his mother who's never seen on on screen. Yeah. yeah. But like, she doesn't have that version of that. No, she doesn't. In, in, in her assistance. No, because Kerry Washington is just boring. And, has and like, no that, personality. like that, that would be funny. Yes. If like Kerry Washington was also just like completely shallow and just Or maybe awful. like with some like really over-the-top man-hating feminist kind of thing. You yeah, know, that, that yeah, could be yeah. you know, the, the exact polar opposite of Vince Vaughn. Exactly, that could also yeah. be really, yeah, That's what I mean. Yeah. This film needed to just have a bit more char- more fun with the characterizations and give mm-hmm. them a bit more to bounce off rather than just be two hours of them having fighting and having sex and blowing people up and killing people. Like, that's mm-hmm. all it is. And that's fine, but yeah. it really got tedious for me because it just it was so repetitive. <laughs> Honestly, by about an hour in, because it's also a two-hour movie, mm. an hour in, I was like, it's still going. It's still going. And like, this is an action movie. You shouldn't feel that way about an action movie. You know what I mean? It's not like there was nothing happening on screen for me. It was just like, yeah. you've, got, you've kind of already played this beat so many times. Mm-hmm. I just needed a bit more variety in this film. So 
Yeah. It got much closer to the end when I was like, this is this is getting very the same now. It's very mm. boring and there's not, mm. not not really anything happening. It was much uh, much further than one hour in for okay. me. I guess we'll get to it in the plot summary. But uh, yeah, this uh, this one was a little disappointing. Yeah. From, from my from you know the memory that I had. Mm. It's a shame because it really could have been so much better. Yeah. I think there's easily a version of this film which is really fun, but I just think it needed to be a bit sillier and it like needs to lean into the silliness mm-hmm. or lean into the emotion more and make it like actually look at what their marriage is like and make mm-hmm. it a bit more dramatic because it's just really kind of falls in that bland middle for mm-hmm. me. So. yeah so part two here we are only this time we came back alone why did you come back i'm not sure really let me clarify i love my wife um i want her to be happy uh i want good things for her but there are times. There's this huge space between us and it just keeps filling up with everything that we don't say to each other. What is that called? Marriage. What don't you say to each other? Uh. Well, yeah, anyway, so I didn't love this one, I'm afraid. Yeah. But, uh, you know, interesting little time capsule. There's a lot of fun moments to it. It has it's it has moments, yeah. Mm-hmm. And as I say, it, it's it's very pleasing to look at, if nothing else. So yeah. <laughs> that. Yeah. Um so should we do a plot summary? Go for it. Do you reckon um, you can cope this week? It's I, not the most interesting. I, re- I reckon I can. I reckon Come on, I've got, I've, I've got faith in you. Come on. So it starts off this is so this is two thousand five, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, Brad Pitt, Angelina Jolie. Yes. Like we say, it's a big movie. Biggest movie of two thousand five, maybe? One of, I don't know if it was the highest grossing movie of the year, but it was definitely probably in the top five. Okay. It's a huge event. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, this film opens with the two of them in therapy. Mm-hmm. And did you find this a bit slow? Like, there's not really anything being said for ages. It's just... Well, God, you, are, you have no patience for films, do you? You're like, <laughs> hurry up, come on, get... <laughs> no wonder you couldn't cope with all about Eve if this is your level of, like, patience for things. <laughs> No, I thought the framing device was fine. It was like a small little scene at the beginning and then they, they circle back to it a couple of times. Like, yeah. It does go on a little bit. I, I know what that's you mean. That, that's what yeah. I mean. It, it, this film does take its time to get going. Yeah. And when it gets going, it's not got a much, not got very much to give. No, you're right. I, I think this therapy scene lasts about five minutes and it could they could have made the point in 30 seconds. Like, yeah. yeah. I, I'll go with you on that. Yeah. Yeah. And also I forget at what point in the film they tell us that they're spies or if we're just already supposed to know. Do you mean assassins? Assassins, sorry. Uh, it, it makes it pretty clear pretty early on. Okay. I think it kind of, because we, we, we flash back to the meeting, don't we? And it's very yeah, heavily. So, so yeah, I think that from the therapy, we go to the meeting, which is in some country that's being destabilized. Columbia. Or whatever. Columbia, great. Yeah. And we hear that uh, the police are looking for, the, the army or whatever, authorities are looking for a lone tourist. Yeah. And so Brad Pitt is in a hotel looking extremely out of place in this country mm-hmm. as clearly a lone tourist. Yeah. And uh, then in walks Angelina Jolie, followed by some police. And they're like, hey, you're a lone tourist. And she just looks over to Brad Pitt. They share a look and they're like, okay, this is cover. Okay, we're together. No, we're not a lone tourist. We're a couple. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the cover is born. Yeah. Um, Here's the thing. So this is their meet cues. Like yeah. I say, they meet cues when they give each other cover for something dodgy that's happening. Yeah. And then they have sex. Like the chemistry is really there. It's really hot, yeah. whatever. They, they, they have sex and then they, you know, they, they have this romance and they get married, whatever. How come at this point they never have a discussion about what is actually going on? 
well, what's going on in this in the city? No, I mean between the two, I was like, oh, that was weird. Why are you being trailed by the police? You know, mm. never comes up again. It's just kind of assumed that oh, that's how we met, and then we just well, never think, mentioned it again. I think that they both thought that they were being trailed by the police. Okay, so like Brad, Brad Pitt was like, oh, Angelina Jolie, that's good cover, and then she was the exact same to him. Oh, I see. So they and both didn't think that the other person might also be. Yeah. So okay. and so they they thought that they were they were both the initiator. Okay. Of of probably all parts of that day. Surely only one of them actually killed the guy, though. Don't know. Yeah. I mean, maybe there was more afoot than just a guy got killed. Okay, fine. I, I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. Or yeah. maybe maybe they, they both had... Maybe they both shot the guy at the same time from the other side. And yeah. Two two bullets went into this guy's head one at the same time. One in each temple, yeah. Just yeah, yeah, they yeah. cross on the way they, through. They didn't see the other one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe someone... I don't know. Wouldn't whatever. put that... It passed this movie for that to be a thing at all. <laughs> Yeah, and so then it cuts to five or six years later. That's the joke, is that Brad Pitt does not remember how long they've been together. Yeah. Five or six years later, the two of them are living in a fantastic house. In a palatial mansion. Yeah. They do give each of them these fakey, fakey, fake jobs that like yeah. the other one is supposed to believe is yeah. why they've got so much money. <laughs> it's so, like... so he's like an engineer in what looks like a caravan. Yeah. Um. So God knows where he's pretending to get his money from. Yeah. And uh, what's, what's her thing? She works in computers. Right. Oh, the classic yeah. mid noughties <laughs> let's give someone a vague job that makes them money. Yeah. Well, let's see the thing. We're led to, so each one, the jobs are just a front. So yeah. yeah, he, I think, I think they say he's in real estate actually, unless I've made that up. Oh yeah. Sure. But the point is like, yeah, she goes to work in this gigantic office, which is, you know, a, a tower block, mm. which is this very well set up, like all female spy assassin. I want to know more about this. Same. I want to know the backstory. This, this really interesting. Like, oh, and oh, all female assassination assassin assassin assassin's agency yeah um this 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 is great and like when she when she has to go in she has to go through like a full body scanner and it's so high tech and futuristic and like yeah this is really interesting and his is the exact that's what i mean like that would have been a fun backstory why why is she working at this top all female assassin's agency in a massive new york tower block with all the mod cons Mm -hmm. and his assassin's agency is just him and vince vaughn in vince vaughn's mother's basement it's yeah like the difference is so striking but they never even acknowledge it yeah yeah they don't acknowledge it but i think that what it is is that she's super over the top Mm. like overthinks everything so sure the, the, the best example of this is in a couple scenes time well so first of all they get their day in their respective agencies and they yeah. each get a hit on this guy yeah and he's like a, a young he looks like a tech nerd it's adam Brody from uh one tree hill yeah yeah and they're like yeah we you need you need to go and get this guy he's gonna be driving through the desert so just go and kill him then yeah and so then we cut to the desert angie and jolie she's there she's just commandeered this shack and she's put up like lasers and stuff mm. so that when his vehicle breaks the lasers it triggers these these bombs that she's dug into the ground and stuff mm-hmm. and it's a very high-tech system of where she just has to sit back and watch and do nothing yeah and then brad pitt shows up in a june buggy <laughs> um accidentally knocking over her her lasers so she has to like turn that off and like go to some sort of a plan b mm. and his plan is to just shoot the guy with a bazooka yeah and it's very like she's thought it through to, to the nth degree she's got a plan a all the way down to Z. she's Everything's very high tech and over the top. And he's just like, yeah, I'll just shoot the guy. Yeah. It's, it's simple and basic and it's probably cheap. And yeah, I don't know. Yeah, no, I appreciate, so, I appreciated that contrast. And that's sure. kind of what their agencies are as well. Like hers mm-hmm. is just super high tech and over the top and with like 
you know, weird x-rays and uh, escape plans that mean like jumping out of skyscrapers. <laughs> what but, was that evacuation plan? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and, and he, he just works in a shack, like in a... Yeah, fair enough, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it's just to show that they're a bit different. Sure. But yeah, it was weird. So yeah, they do this assassination in the desert. They both get in each other's way and nobody kills Adam Brody. No. Um, I feel like Adam Brody's role in this movie was chopped to fuck by the edit. Yeah. Because they really set him up as if he's going to be a character. Because he gets his own little scene when he goes into his own little agency and is mm-hmm. like, hey, can I see the big boss to get my yeah. mission? And this random woman, the receptionist, like, nobody sees the boss, but your mission is this. Yeah. Never comes up again. Yeah. Like, he's gone for, like, there's this failed assassination attempt. He escapes. Mm-hmm. And then he shows up at the very end again for, like, 10 minutes. Like, yeah. I feel like there must have been more of him that they just chopped out for some reason. Yeah. Because they really set him up as being more. This film, let's talk about it. Okay. This film is an edit- is, is, has been edited to shit. It's an editing nightmare. There yeah. is so much missing from this, mm-hmm. very clearly. I would love to see like a director's cut or Well, something. apparently he he wrote like the director, Doug Lyman, who also wrote it, I think, wrote, he couldn't decide how to end it for a start. Really? He wrote four, oh, can you, you can, I can't tell. I know, right? Yeah, because it ends so satisfyingly. No, he wrote like... 40 endings apparently i read somewhere 40 four zero four zero potential endings filmed like five and then finally landed on the one that you went with so this whole character there was a whole 40 yeah there is a whole did you notice that uh the voice of keith david yes keith david is her is like the i think she calls him daddy which is like yeah uh angelina jolie's mysterious boss and then brad pitt has a mysterious female voice and that's angela bassett all right okay and there was a version where they actually are the main villains and show up at the end and and they just got cut out of it completely yeah. yeah, yeah. I will. I really will. And, and like Adam Brody's boss, who yeah. is that? Like exactly. Like like why give us this sort of Chekhov's mysterious boss, and then um, never come back to it? Yeah, yeah. Like I, that's so, what I mean. It just felt like so much of this film was just cobbled together. So and there's cut like out. three hidden bosses. Two of them are cast as you know fairly famous, very recognizable names. voices. Yeah. yeah. And there's nothing with it. And then because then when it gets to the end, it's like okay, now we're going to fight back, and they just kill a SWAT team in a department store. Yeah. I'm like, oh, what did that achieve? It was a really underwhelming ending. You didn't kill anyone. <laughs> yeah. Because this film has no villain. It's, yeah, yeah. This film edited out its villains. Yeah. There's no villains. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. It's really bizarre. It's just these two people bickering for two hours yeah. and to no end. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't really, I don't really know what to do with that. No, exactly. Yeah. It was, it's, it's so weird. I can only assume that Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt were just like, no, this has to be all about us. Yeah. We need to be in every scene. But why? I don't know. It's why? so strange. Yeah. That's what I mean. It could have been a better movie. I'm going to keep repeating myself. It could have been such yeah. a better movie if they just like had a bit more fun with it mm-hmm. and maybe written it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Written one film and then shot it, you know. So... Yeah, where, where, where do they get to? They, so they've uh, they... tried to kill each other unsuccessfully because they oh, yeah. messed so, up their own hit. Yeah. Yes, yes. So in the desert, they yeah, yeah they've, they've they screwed everything up, and so they go back to their agencies and they start just sort of looking into it. And she's reviewing her footage, and he's doing a bit of detective work. I forgot how his goes. And uh, he, oh yeah, that's it. Because he he he's got a bit of her broken laptop, who he takes that's to like it, his, yeah. his local tech nerd. Mm. And they managed to get an address out of one of the parts that was shipped or whatever. And it sounds like it's his address, yeah. Um, no, 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 it's... Uh, it, oh, it's the address where she works. Yes. Yeah. So he, so he goes to that place and... Again, we're supposed to believe that these two people have been married for six years. They've never yeah. visited each other once at work. Like, yeah. not once, yeah, either yeah, yeah. of them. I know. 
Um, so he goes to that place and on the door sign, he sees the address. He sees Jane Smith. Mm-hmm. And at the exact same time, she's just put two and two together by watching footage of him getting out of the dune buggy while he was wearing like a mask and goggles and stuff. Just like the way that he shakes his leg after doing a wee, she yeah, recognizes sure. that yeah. as like, oh, that must be Brad Pitt. Yeah. And so they both have this reaction at the same time and they're like, shit, I need to get home. Mm-hmm. But the thing that I find so bizarre is that he goes to this address just like, oh, I'm going to go to this address. Mm. And then he sees Jane Smith and like, oh, that must be my wife. So he like, doesn't even know where she works. No. Yeah. Like, so that's the thing. It's just seeing her name there and it's like, oh, that must be my wife. What? Yeah. It's like the point of... Their, I know it's, both, it's the most generic names. name it's the in most the generic names. Yeah. So why was that the trigger for him? Like, I get it with her, even though it's kind of ridiculous because we don't actually... Like, this the way that he kicks his leg after he wheezes or whatever. Like, we don't see that earlier in the movie for us to make that connection. Yeah, or to yeah. see her making that connection, at least. Mm. But yeah, just like him seeing her name like that and that being it. So yeah, they both rush off home as quickly as possible. Now, bear in mind, he's on the ground floor, so he mm. just goes. Yeah. She's on the top floor, so she needs to like pack everything up and go all the way down and go. But then he manages to get home as quick as possible. She's beaten him home somehow. Sure. God yeah. knows how. She flew. Yeah, I guess. And in that time, she's prepared dinner, which, mm-hmm. you know, we, look, look, she didn't she didn't cook it. We, no, she, like, we, we learned those. Yeah, we, we know that from Nature and Movie. She didn't cook it, but she's at least prepared it. Yeah. Like, put away the takeaway containers mm-hmm. and poisoned it and everything. Yeah. And like, do we think she actually poisoned that roast beef thing? I think so. I don't, I, that's something. I, it doesn't feel like they're really trying to kill each other. Well, they're both doing such a bad job of it. Well, yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's, he obviously thinks she's going to kill him. Yeah. And the, yeah, they're both playing this weird passive-aggressive game. But mm-hmm. I don't. I, don't, I didn't get the impression she actually wanted him dead at any point. Yeah. Well, that's that's the point, isn't it? That they yeah. they they do actually love each other. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so they sit down. They have this meal which is a repeat of a scene earlier where they were just having a very domestic meal talking about curtains. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this time they're just sort of chopping bread very pr- provocatively. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> oh, so much sexy food chopping. It really scene, was, yeah. wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, what happens next? Oh yeah, just basically one thing leads to another. And like, she's she, she just makes the makes the jump to conclusion like, yeah, it's him. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm positive it's him. And so she excuses herself, goes into the garage, gets in her car and drives off. Mm-hmm. He chases her down through all the gardens, manages to catch up with her, trips over a fence and accidentally shoots her or mm-hmm. sh- shoots the car through the windscreen. Mm-hmm. Claims it was an accident, but then she just runs him over anyway. Yeah. And uh, I think she gets away or whatever. And then it cuts to the next day and she's back at work. Mm-hmm. What are they doing? They're looking. What are they looking at? I don't when know. He, at he, some he point he infiltrates, place. doesn't he? Yeah, he infiltrates in the air filter system and she's like, quick, we need to evacuate the floor. Yeah. So like, they just burn everything. <laughs> they they zip line out of the building onto an, onto an adjoining skyscraper. Yeah. And you know, get away at the last minute. Which feels minute. very conspicuous. Yeah. Like we need to leave because we've been, our, our cover's blown. Let's zip line onto the Empire stage or whatever. I, I guess, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. And so, yeah, he's left in this empty room he takes back the stove that they tried to dispose of lots of papers with takes them back to vince vaughn and they find part of a logo that then takes him to a building site mm-hmm. and so he gets in one of the lifts in the building site and then they have a uh, a video call over cctv um where she threatens to kill him 
one of her assistants accidentally does press the button that blows up the lift, but it turns out he was in a different lift. Yes. So now she, I believe, thinks that he's dead for a, for a short while. Mm-hmm. Like, actually thinks that he's dead. Well, we get that one ti- one singular tear exactly, running down yeah. Angelina Jolie's perfectly formed cheek. Just yeah. Like <laughs> <laughs> so she goes and has a, has a meal by herself. Mm-hmm. And then he shows up and they have a bit of a conversation about whatever. Mm. And then they try and get... Uh, she, she tries they do like and, a sexy tango, which I think is just lifted wholesale from True Lies. Right, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah in True Lies and Jamie Lee Curtis and Arnold Schwarzenegger are doing that. Mm-hmm. They're doing a, yeah, I think it's just basically that. Great. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's a lot of like shoving against... It's like a very violently sexy. Yeah. There's lots of shoving her against the wall and like... I think she punches him at one point. It's like, how are you not drawing attention to yourselves? Not for the last time in this movie. It's like, how are you not drawing more attention to yourselves with this? Yeah, then she wants to leave, so she causes a distraction by setting a bomb off in the toilet or whatever, I don't know. Oh yeah, she puts a bomb in his jacket and hands it to him. That is an yeah. attempt at killing him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, they're definitely trying to kill each other. Uh-huh, but, but um, like half-heartedly. But also, it's a ticking bomb. Yeah. Because I guess it's a bomb operated by a clock or yeah. whatever, because is that the best that she can do in 2005? That's what I, mean. I think or, did she's, she, or did she not really want to? She doesn't really want him, him dead, no. So she used the worst bomb in existence. Yes. <laughs> An actual, just a clock with some dynamite stuck to it or something, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, what happens then after that? Well, is, that, we, is, that is that when they go back to the house? At some point, yeah, they go back to the house and have this whole fight that ends up completely destroying the house. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, they're like shooting guns at each other through walls. They're mm-hmm. smashing up everything that you know the fight goes on for ages mm. and do you want to have a conversation about domestic violence or do you yeah yeah this that it's it's like you said earlier that the equal opportunity side of this movie where they're yeah. both equally badass each other is is it's, a great idea on paper it, it's still weird seeing brad pitt repeatedly kicking angelina jolie in the stomach yeah it is yeah but you know luckily they or smartly probably they you know made it quite even between them yes. so like there's no clear winner nobody's on the ground getting kicked for too long before they turn it around yes um i mean they're both made of teflon anyway so it's fine like, yeah, just like, back. yeah like there are so many injuries in this that mean absolutely nothing like no. near the end of the movie brad pitt gets full-on stabbed in the thigh oh yeah not even limping no no blood nothing nope like well what was that for yeah <laughs> why, why include it <laughs> But yeah, it, it is it is just weird to watch. They yeah. wouldn't make this now, would they? No, I don't think that would fly today. No, no. I would hope not. Yeah, it is, it is very strange. Mm. But it's okay because she, she found it really sexy. So, you know, <laughs> that excuses it. They both did. They both did. Yeah, yeah. They, they, it was yeah, it was consensual abuse. Yeah. yeah, that's this film Save and Grace. Everything was just equal between them. Yeah, so, you know, yeah. it just rules out lots of conversations. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they fight, they fight, they fight. The house they fight, they fight, really, they fight. really suffers. Yeah. Um, they blow up the kitchen like he just disconnects the gas main and she accidentally blows it up. Yes. They never come back to that. They never come back like, to that. Is well, that not when that... Doesn't the whole house explode or is that later? No, that's a bit later. Okay. Like, so that would be a fire that would slowly just... Bur- well, quite quickly, burn the entire house down. But mm-hmm. it's never addressed. No, no, no. And like, apparently the explosion put the fire out. Mm. Sure, yeah. Sure, I'll, I'll, I'll take your word for it. But yeah, they eventually run out of uh, fighting steam and uh, they finally break all that sexual tension. And well they both end up pointing guns at each other's faces yeah. and then neither of them has the neither of them can bring themselves to kill the other one basically yeah yeah and then and then it just resolves in massive sexual release mm-hmm. <laughs> and boy did i feel it yeah <laughs> okay because <laughs> <laughs> the scene leading up to it like b- before they get to 
um, the release. Mm. Uh, it goes on and on and on. It really does go on, yeah. And like after a while, me and Louise are like, can they just stop this and have sex already? Like, yeah. come on. And, Same. And then we're just kind of rooting for them. Like, come on, have sex, come on. <laughs> and it takes them ages. It does take them a long time. Yeah. Can't do it. Don't! Come on! Come on! You want it? It's yours. Yeah, so eventually they get there, and it's still quite violent. Oh yeah, like, it's it's very like, aggressive of, sex. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of like throwing her against a wall, and like mm -hmm. he's walking on broken glass and mm -hmm. stuff like that. And like, I don't want that in my sex. No, <laughs> no, no, thank you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so then we cut to the next morning, and they're just like making breakfast with whatever's. Not this was destroyed. the most upsetting moment of the film for me. <laughs> Why? I was so. So I get, I get it. You know, they, they like the, the violence mm -hmm. is part of their whole sexual, you know, mm -hmm. it's turning them on and it's whatever. I, I get that. Yeah. Why the next morning? What possible reason beyond sheer stupidity? Why would you drink orange juice out of <laughs> a shattered glass? Well, they, they weren't drinking out of the shattered bits of the glass. They were. The glass was shards. Yeah. There's clearly bits of broken glass going to be in that orange juice. They, yeah. They're going to die slowly and painfully from that. <laughs> That's not sexy. That's just irresponsible. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Wound me up. Fair enough. Yeah. No, I, 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 he didn't go by unnoticed. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He was definitely thinking about it. Mm -hmm. But then some uh, sniper rifles show their lasers. Mm -hmm. And so they, they have to kind of run for their lives a little bit. They go down to the basement. And Brad Pitt gets a, gets a gun out of a train set. What were they doing with a train set? These two are never going to have kids. This is fake hobby. You can have adult train sets. Do you? Yeah, that's a thing. Adults, adult men often collect model trains. It's a thing. All right, sounds like a midlife crisis. Thing. It is a bit. Yeah, I'm not. Say, I'm not saying it's cool. I'm just saying it's a thing people do. <laughs> <you know? laughs> the conversation about kids is also not really in this movie. They like briefly mention it. Like they mm. briefly have a scene where she gets has to hold a baby. Oh yeah. And she looks like, oh no, thank you. Mm. But then again, they they never really bring it up. Mm. So, yeah. yeah. Well, I guess it's an easy conversation. So no, I don't want any. Yeah, true. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, they're down in the basement and a robot drops a grenade on them. Mm -hmm. And so Brad Pitt kicks the grenade away. It lands underneath a fuel tank. <laughs> Do American houses have fuel tanks like this? Because this does not seem okay. Well, a house of this size obviously needs an independent fuel tank. Yeah. <laughs> How's he going to like 15 floors? <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It's such a big house. Yeah, it is. Well, until this point when it gets blown to smithereens. Yes. So they run out of the basement. There's all guns firing at them, but they're fine because they dive. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they, they do. They do the the flame proof dive that yeah. is makes everyone impervious to explosions. Yeah. yeah. All the good people impervious. Yeah. So yeah, the house explodes um, because they dived. It, do it it dodged them or something. I don't know, but yeah. it took out all the bad guys. Sure. Literally all of them. Mm -hmm. They're all dead. Yeah. So that's good. And they get in a car and drive away. Well, the thing is, no, there are still some bad guys left because they have to, they have to steal a car. So they steal a car from their next door neighbor's mm -hmm. garage. And I'm like, are we supposed to believe the next door neighbors are still asleep? <laughs> a house has just exploded. Everyone's <laughs> going to be on the streets. Yeah, especially after last night's domestic exactly violence. Exactly the amount of stuff. Uh, that... To be fair, the police were called last night. Yeah, and then they cover it as well. Like, oh no, we're just having sexy fun times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because. 
Yeah, yeah, that passes. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. And the police are like, yeah, no further questions. <laughs> like the house is completely smashed up. Yeah. They're both covered. There's already in, been a couple of explosions and multiple gunshots. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like they're both covered in lots of injuries and mm. the police are like, oh yeah, great. Because, you know, you're both here and alive. That mm. means that nobody's being abused. Yes, great. absolutely. No, <laughs> nothing to see here. Yes. Yeah. Chief Wigan went back to the station. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, the idea that the neighbors are just like asleep in their bed after all this, after the house mm. has exploded was just, yep. yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. So yeah, they steal a car and drive away. Is this the bit where we get the car chase with the three matching sports cars? Yeah, the, I mean, the rest of the movie is just them driving around and bickering, it basically. It really is. Like, yeah. So I've, I've done all the interesting bits of the movie now. Yeah. It's all done now. Mm-hmm. This is the bit where it just gets edited out. Yeah, and there's still a good 45 minutes to go. Mm. But I really struggled with this. Yeah, because it's, it's just them like evading bad guys while arguing about whether or not their marriage was actually worth fighting for or not. Yeah. So, you know, I could take it for the for the car chase. Yeah. Because this is the first real bit that we've got where they're on the same side mm. and they're, they're fighting against anything. Yeah. So I enjoyed the car chase. I didn't really see the point in the three matching BMWs. Like, just go undercover a bit. Sure. Like, rather than three matching sports cars clearly following. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is the SWAT teams in this weren't very good. No, because the villains were completely undefined. Yeah. 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 Yeah, what happens after the car chase? There's more. Ch- there's more car chases. It goes on for fucking ever. The car chase. <laughs> yeah, but they're, they're they're having all these arguments, and some a lot of this stuff is like they're arguing about things like, oh, you lied about this, you lied about that. Mm-hmm. I'm not really into golf. I think he says at one point, mm-hmm. or like, well, but, yeah, all these all these things about how their whole relationship has been a lie. And I'm like, I would have quite liked to have seen this. Yeah, this would have been a more interesting movie, like to see, you know how they've created this fake life for each other. Mm. But now they're just like bringing it all up now. And also I was thinking like, oh, you ne- you never, you were never nice to my mother. She wasn't even your real mother. It was a fake mother. Like all, <laughs> all this kind mm. of stuff. And obviously their names are Jack and Jane Smith. So obviously jo- John, John and Jane Smith. So yeah. it's like, you know, ultimate boring aliases, you know, yeah. Jane Doe basically. Yeah. That's never questioned. No, that's never questioned. I'm thinking, was your marriage actually legal? How did none of this fake ID stuff become an issue when you, we're legally marrying this per- this person. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So, again, more interesting movie would have, you know, made that part of it, but mm. no. So they're, they're driving around and they're arguing and arguing and arguing and bickering and bickering. At a certain point, they pick up Adam Brody again. Mm-hmm. I think they use him as, they want to use him as bait because the idea oh, is yeah. That- oh yeah, they said like, the only way that we can get them off our tails is to get them something more important. Which is this guy, yeah. Which is Adam Brody. Mm-hmm. And so then they, they go they go and get Adam Brody and they're going to interrogate him. But then he's like, nah, I was, my mission was you. Yeah, he was the bait. That was it. Yeah. Because so, the, the people who are trying to kill them now are their own agencies. Yes. Both their own agencies have teamed up or are both. I don't know. It's, it's they're both trying to kill them because they failed to deliver Adam Brody. Mm-hmm. And then we get the reveal at this point that Adam Brody was, yeah, was, was a decoy mm-hmm. because their agencies figured out before they did that they were married. Yeah. And so they decided to set them both up against to kill the same guy mm-hmm. in the hopes that they would kill each other. Yeah. What a waste of resources. Yeah. <laughs> Just fucking put up a cap in the back of their heads <laughs> while they're not looking. Like, yeah. What? How is that the mission? Yeah. Madness. Is, yeah. It, is it that difficult? It's really. Do you know difficult. where they both live? Yeah. They get Vince Vaughn and Kerry Washington to just like pop them when they're, you know, asleep, asleep, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Blow up the house while they're in it. Yeah. No. It's very easy. Such, One grenade. It's yeah, very easy. Such a convoluted way of potentially killing them off, but sure. Mm. So then they realize that Adam Brody is the decoy. 
and then there's more driving away. They end up lying in a sewer at one point, and yeah. I don't understand how they get on, got into it. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Just for the shots, I think. Yeah, yeah. It, it didn't didn't make any sense yeah. to me. <laughs> but they're having the they, they reach the end point of this end terminal debate about whether or not they should stay married or not, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Let's just call it what it is," and it was never a real marriage. Let's just accept it. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "No, you know what? Let's stand and fight because if you run away, you're going to run away for the rest of your life." Mm-hmm. So she's like, "Okay, great." And so then they stand and fight, and they have a last shootout in a shopping mall or a warehouse or something. Yeah, it's like a is it a department store. Yeah. Like it's like IKEA meets Basically. TK Maxx. Yeah, essentially, I don't know. But they shoot all of the goons. I, I, and then there yeah. like there's literally no single point of interest in the bad guys. No. Well, they're like, all just like, wearing masks. Yeah, yeah, like at this point, yeah, they they could be literally anybody. They're all just stunt people. Yeah. Nobody has a character. Not even Vince Vaughn and Kerry Washington are in this part. They're, nah. they're not really involved. They just kind of go, oh, okay, you're married. Yeah, Vince Vaughn just like signed off with a little conversation in a, in a cafe. Yeah. That that was it. Like, he got an, a, he, he got a hit on both of them. Yes. Like, he was supposed to take them both out for like... But he rejects it because they're his friends. Oh, yeah. he reject it? Yeah, yeah. Right, okay. Um, well, he's his friend, I don't know. Sure. So it just ends with them shooting all of the bad guys, mm-hmm. and then they run out of bad guys to shoot. Yeah. And then and that's it. They've won. Yeah. Happy, happy ever after? Question mark. Yeah. Yeah. That's that. That is literally the end. So it just hard cuts from that to them in therapy again. Yeah. And they're like, oh, we redid the house. Great. We're having lots more sex now. Yeah. So he wrote forty endings. Yeah. And this uh, filmed five. Yeah. And this was the best. This was the one that was most acceptable, which often means right. this is the blandest one we can, you know. Okay. Because I was thinking this, in this... This is the one that did well with test audiences. Maybe. I don't know. I'm sure there was... Or maybe there were Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt like the best. I don't know. Left things open for a sequel, probably. Mm, probably a big part yeah. of it. Because I was thinking, actually, this end, when they say, oh, let's just stand and fight. If they died, mm-hmm. or, even, or even if they'd left it, like, ambiguous. Yeah. You know, it, yeah. it ends with them like pointing guns. Or they're, they're massively outnumbered. Mm-hmm. They've got no chance, but, you know, and then it cuts to cre- hard cuts to credits or something, mm-hmm. you know, leave it ambiguous or just have them both go down in a blaze of glory. Yeah. That's kind of interesting. It's kind of a Bonnie and Clyde kind of thing. It mm-hmm. gives it a bit of power. But no, it just kind of ends with like, oh, and they were fine. Yeah. They re- they redid the house. They redid the house. Like, n- the house is rubble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, like, they're not injured as well. Like, in, no. in, in this fight, like, at one point, they they hide out in, like, a doll's house or something. I don't know. Yeah. And, you know, they've both been wearing body armor, so they're just kind of, like, writhing from the pain of that. Mm. But they've both been shot, like, in the arms and the shoulders and stuff like well, that. Well, they are wearing but, bulletproof jackets, because we do get that yeah. scene that you get in every movie with bulletproof jackets where they yes, get shot. Yes, yes, but only on the chest. Like, it's very mm. clearly, like, it's only on the chest, because yeah. you can see that, like... Rapid's wearing like short sleeves. Yeah. And he's been Nobody... shot, shot through the arm yeah. multiple times. She's been thro- shot through the shoulder. This is never brought up mm. and it never, like, you, you, they're never acting injured at all. No. This movie features the greatest assassins in America. We're led to believe, like, these are top assassin agencies. Nobody in this movie even once goes for a headshot. No. Nobody does. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. And, like, they're not wearing any, any protection other than just, like, their torso. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there is a lot of your body that is vital that is not your torso. True. So, yeah. I, I did mean, appreciate that clearly Angelina Jolie's bulletproof vest was expressly designed to make her boobs look as big as humanly possible. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, yeah. It had a lot of give yeah. in the chest area. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's important. It is, yeah. Yeah, so that was Mr. and Mrs. Smith. It was. Yeah, it wasn't great. Like, it wasn't terrible either. No, it wasn't terrible. It wasn't terrible. Like, it was just... Like, 
I really, like we said at the start many times, I really enjoyed the cast. Mm-hmm. The the chemistry was great. It was just really entertaining for that. And I really enjoyed the first two thirds of it. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, that's, that's more than I can say. It just it just really fell down at the end. Uh-huh. Because it just, it was nothing. Yeah. Louise yeah. said she was bored and then two minutes later it finished and I felt none the wiser. Yeah, sure. Yeah, It, it ends really abruptly. For a movie that yeah. kind of drags, the end is very much like, oh, I guess they're done now. Because it's just another of like multiple pointless shootouts. Mm. The end shootout doesn't feel any more climactic than any of the other ones. Yeah. It's just, it's just, oh, we've run out now. Yeah. There's no more baddies. We've killed everyone in this, in the Tri-States area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. Well, it was a big fat hit. Yeah. It was a very popular film. Yeah. So, you know, it caught, it, it met the moment well, but yeah, not one I'm probably going to go back to very much. Yeah, that's fair. I'm interested in the progress you've made in the last few uh, weeks. Doing all right, aren't we? I mean, listen, I'm not going to lie to you. There were times I just wanted to kill her, but... Uh, Likewise. Couldn't take the shot. <laughs> That's a good sign. Sometimes you have to battle through. Mm. That's marriage, right? Yeah, you take your best shot and... Oh, we redid the house. Mm. We did. Yes, we did. Okay, yes, yeah, so drinking games. So, drink for product placement. Drink for product placement. What did you see? You're good at this. Plenty. The main one that I noticed was right at the very end, and this is kind of my theory for why the film ends the way it does, uh-huh. is you just get a helicopter shot of whatever it was that shop was that they were in ah, right, doing yeah. a big shootout and also the shop next to it. It was such a weird framing that's like, it's clearly so we can just fit both logos Oh, in, was it like Walmart or something? Some, it, yeah, it, it wasn't, but it, it was something, something like, like that. that yeah. yeah, okay. I, I didn't actually notice that. Um, for sure. Yeah, like, oh, I don't remember what it was, so it yeah. clearly wasn't very good, but it was like, Here's these two stores, both very clearly in shot, but mm-hmm. we're only actually going to be in one of them for the for the rest yeah. of the film. So the other one doesn't matter, but we just got to we got to put it in. And yeah. then I suddenly noticed there were loads and loads of this exact same shot. Oh, right, I was okay, like, yeah. yeah, they clearly had to like hit some sort of. They had to be in it for a certain yeah. amount of time. I feel like a lot of what was in the house was very artfully placed. Yeah, that too. did she mention where she got those curtains from? I wouldn't be surprised. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and. Uh, Again, I've also forgotten what the brand was. So again, not very good. But she said where she got all her food from for the last oh, five years. Oh, sure. Probably that same supermarket. Yeah, yeah I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Uh, my first drinking game is Drink for Legs. Yeah. Angelina Jolie. I think this was around the time she did that insane paparazzi shot. You know, that one where oh, she had her leg, leg like yeah. ridiculously out. Like <laughs> It might even have been at the premiere for this movie. I can't remember exactly what right, it was. Yeah. But yeah, her legs are obviously a dominant feature of this film. Mm-hmm. any time they can use them i did enjoy the random scene when she's doing the housework while for no reason whatsoever <laughs> just balanced on the chair in this impossible way just mm-hmm. so that her legs can be as exposed as humanly possible yeah like, yeah. yeah yeah that was good i enjoyed that too I'm sure you did yeah, yeah. <laughs> drink for a mid noughties camera shot mm-hmm. oh go on do you notice a lot of weird sort of helicopter shots around skyscrapers oh and yes stuff? you saw that sort of thing right yeah 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 of course yeah I don't really associate that specifically with the Nazis, but I guess thinking about it, it very much. Well, I just is, think yeah. of a lot of films where I just see that sort of thing that like from from that era. Yeah. So yeah, that's why. Like I all the overhead it. shots and stuff. Like. Yeah, that sort of thing. Okay, sure. Yeah. Uh, well, I had drink for questionable technology. Oh uh, yeah. Just kind of the same because I was thinking mostly about any again anytime you see green text on a black screen kind of mm-hmm. thing or, or you know but in this film it's a lot of like scanning things and they'll just randomly appear like. What was your favorite? 
Oh, when she scans his bazooka and it just appears in the corner in the side of the screen. I don't I, know why that really tickled me, but it did. My favorite was Adam Brody's belt buckle. Oh yes, he had a belt buckle. When he opened when he opens it and it's just like full of like flashing lights and radars and like it's making lots of noise and all sorts of stuff's going on. When in reality it would just be like an anonymous little GPS tracker yeah. that has nothing on it. But it was great because Brad Pitt just took one look at it and be like, they'll be here in two minutes. Make it one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, Adam Brody must have gone to the premiere of this movie and been pissed. Yeah. I bet he thought he was in like... Think about Keith David and... Uh, well, um, even more so, yeah. But I reckon he thought he was like the third lead, which I guess he is, but like he's in two scenes. Like, I bet he thought he had a whole storyline that got cut out. Yeah. I guarantee it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't know. Sad, yeah. Drunk whenever a gun is drawn. Oh, Wow. I think that's that's very dangerous in this film. There's ne- <laughs> never more than a minute passes without another gun being drawn or shot or, or fired or knife. Yeah. yeah, any any weapon of choice. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Um, similar to to a sequel to my drink for Angelina Jolie's legs, drink for abs. Yeah, drink for Brad Pitt's abs. Definitely. Both, clearly, they had a lot of creative control in this movie. Yeah, they they, they knew what shots they wanted. Mm-hmm. So yeah, drink for sexual innuendo sexual innuendo okay yeah there's a, there's a lot of this in that scene where they're like cutting bread and stuff oh yes 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 for sure yeah. um so yeah a few bits there yeah no i agree and there's lots of little jibes about how they're not how their sex life has kind of dried up a little bit as well like you couldn't find it with both hands tied behind your back or something like yeah. <laughs> no two hands on a map with two hands on the mat actually that makes more sense yeah. like, why would you be able to find it with your hands tied behind your back like, that'd be a skill i don't know yeah here's one drink every time angelina jolie gives a smoldering backwards glance I mean, Brad Pitt does the same. Uh, I guess I noticed it more of her because she has great hair. Yeah. But I just every time she like looks back over her shoulder and like her hair falls perfectly, and it's just mm. like she just kind of goes woke. You know, she just <laughs> she, really, she really just like yeah looks very sultry. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Brad Pitt does that smouldering look that he does as a joke in Friends. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. He does that a for lot real in this. this. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Drink whenever Vince Vaughn mentions his mum. Yep. Hated that character. Yeah. Hated everything about his character. Yeah. Make him funnier or lift him out, please. Yeah, yeah that would be... Yes, please. Yeah. Drink for a costume change. Again, Angelina Jolie oh, yeah. gets many a costume in this. Yeah. Um, drink for a smartly hidden gadget. Okay, yeah. So it could be things like Still, a, belt in a belt buckle or, a, or it could be like in the train set. Yeah. Oh, yes. yes. Of course, the train set. Yeah. Or in the oven. Yeah. That was, that was Angelina's good one. Oh, she has that crazy knife drawer as well that like folds out like a giant... That was, that was the oven. That, oh, that was the oven. Yeah. Oh, okay, I got confused. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a lot of like, yeah. It was there was it was a lot of like 2005 ideas of smart technology kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, ultimately, like, what's, what's the point in yeah. that? Just surprising lack, or maybe not considering the time. Not a lot of smartphones. Or it would have been Blackberries, I guess. Yeah, Blackberries would have just been coming in. Yeah, there's not a lot of time spent on mobile phones at all in this film. Well, this film came out two years before the first iPhone was introduced. Oh, okay. So fine. I feel like all the celebrities had Blackberries, though. Maybe, but... Maybe I'm going a bit too far back, as I know. I think Blackberries I think Blackberries only had like a few years before they got overtaken. Oh, yeah, but there was a brief moment when all the, all when, the when, it, people, when they were massive. When yeah. all the rich people had, had Blackberries. But yeah. I think that was like between maybe 2006 and 8 or oh, something okay, like fine. that. Yeah. I, just, I don't know if there's any time... Does anyone use a phone in this film? I guess not. I guess there's not a whole lot of conversations that happen in this film. No, they're always using like a Bluetooth headset. They are. You're right. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they've always got other means of communication. Fine. Yeah. Fine. Fine. Just, just weird to see in yeah. the context of today. Sure. 
my last one and it's a pretty I mean, what big... They, what they're going to do? Like, oh, Angelina's trying to kill me. It better send a quick email. Yeah, true. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. The Blackbird. <laughs> that's what I mean. It would have been fun to see the dated 2005 technology. But, oh, I'll yeah. send her a BBM. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. I can see why it wasn't used. Uh, <laughs> last one, drink for plot holes. Mm. There's a lot of this movie that makes you go, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That doesn't make any sense at all. <laughs> I've got, I think I've covered most of them. You got but... drink for time jumps as well. Time jump. How many time jumps? Are there? Well, I guess they go back to well seven yeah, years yeah, ago. Yeah, there's like the, the main one, but then there's like, and now it's tomorrow, mm-hmm. and they're doing this or whatever. Um, last one: drink whenever a lie is revealed. Drink. Okay, yeah, sure. The lies that the, the lies at the heart of their marriage. Yeah, yeah. like okay. she wasn't my mother; she was an actor. Yeah, yeah. I can't believe I invited my real parents to our fake wedding. Yeah. You know, sweetheart, you're being a bit hypocritical. It's not like you're some beacon of truth. John, my parents, they died when I was five. I'm an orphan. Who was that kindly fellow who gave you away at our wedding? Paid actor. I said, I said I saw your dad on Fantasy Island. I know. You know, I don't even want to talk about it. I can't believe I brought my real parents to our wedding. So, listeners, if you enjoyed that and you want to hear some more drinking games or some more sequel ideas later on or just a little bit more about talking about the film, you can get extended versions of this very episode by going to patreon.com slash set. There you can subscribe for as much or as little as you think they were worth. And if you do, you get a bonus show as well called Beyond Beyond the Box Set, where we review our most recently watched films, mm-hmm. such as Black Widow, Old, what else has been recent? Uh, I don't know, what are we going to watch on Friday or Saturday? Whenever we'd Maybe Free up? Guy. Free Guy, we'll probably do Free Guy. Yeah, yeah if everybody sure. wants to see a new Ryan Reynolds film. Sure, there's just not been enough of those recently. Yeah. Uh, it's weird watching like the billboards on buses at the moment because it's just all Ryan Reynolds. I know he's in everything. Right? It's like they just <laughs> built up all the Ryan Reynolds stuff and just plowed it all out now. Right? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's uh, strange. Yeah. I mean, they've kind of just built, like, just let everything build up and released everything now. Sure, but I really feel like there's a lot of Ryan Reynolds material happening right now. Mm, more yeah. than most, but yeah. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, so you can have all that and a few other things, such as every couple of weeks we do a Patreon episode right mm-hmm. here on the main show. Patreon, uh, who we pick up random, can choose to film for us, and you can come and guest if you want to, but you don't have to. Uh-huh. And also you can have a 30-second advert slot right here on the main show where you can talk about whatever, whatever you want to. Your own podcast, your own business, whatever you feel like. Mm-hmm. All that is available at patreon.com slash set. Indeed. Bonjour tout le monde, I'm Finn, and every Tuesday I host a podcast called Passport People, in which I talk to people from around the world about the places that matter to them. What is so special about each location? What makes each place tick? Where are they headed? To join us on our round the world trip, talking to a diverse range of fascinating people from an incredible variety of professional and cultural backgrounds, search for Passport People in Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, so sequels. Yep. Um, I have two. Okay. Uh, what do you have? I have one. Cool. Do you want me to go first, or do you want to go first? Uh, well, I'll, I'll do one. You do one. I'll do one. Okay. So the first one I've done, I've actually just rewritten the last third of this film. Okay. Um, to improve it, yeah. Yeah, and we'll 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 see how we go. Oh, I love how the auto cracks going in there. Okay. Uh, so- <laughs> Can't wait for this. Um, so Vincent Vaughan. Vincent Vaughan. Wow, he's really caught <laughs> up in the world. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, so Vince Vaughan, he, so he gets the hits on them just after the Smiths have that car chase or whatever, but it's before they hide in the department store. Right, yeah, he gets pinged saying that he's 
been offered four hundred thousand dollars to kill Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. Yeah. yeah. So that's pretty much where this is gonna go from. So in your version, does he take the job? Yes. Okay, interesting. Um, so they suspect that this would have happened, and so they go and they storm his mum's house yeah. with him in the basement. This is because this would have given the film a villain who has at least been a character beforehand. Because yeah, yeah. he is the third most prominent character, I'd say. Yep. He's in and he's in a quite a few scenes with Brad Pitt. Yeah. So yeah, he could have been a, a fine villain. Yeah. Oh. So just something like yeah. he's he's their target now. Sure. Have, yeah. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't go as far as a villain, but he's the target at this point. Yeah. So we'll 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 go with that. Yeah, so they storm his mum's house, mm-hmm. um, and he is completely unprepared. Mm-hmm. He's taken completely unawares and is surprised and scared. He immediately starts whimpering and crying in his basement, calling out for his mum. Oh, so is this the reveal that he's not actually a very good assassin at all? He's completely it? inept. He's all, it's all been talk, yeah. 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 His mum comes down to see what all the fuss is about, and he says he's scared. So she goes outside, marches right up to Brad Pitt, who is a bit sort of taken aback by this older woman coming out. Brad mm-hmm. Pitt's not prepared to kill an older woman. Sure. She marches right up to Brad Pitt and knees him in the balls. Oh, nice. Okay. So he's he falls to the ground disabled. And uh, Angelina Jolie comes out with her guns pointed up in the air. And she surrenders, just saying, like, look, I'm not going to fight you. Mm-hmm. But uh, your son is trying to kill us. And we want to go in, stop him from doing that, and talk to him. The mum says, okay, but tell him if he doesn't cooperate with you, then we're watching what I want to watch on TV for the rest of the month. So... Have you got any casting ideas for this badass old grandma? <laughs> uh, no, not really. Um, I'm thinking the obvious one is Helen Mirren. I was thinking Helen Mirren as well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Great. So Helen Mirren shows them in. Well, the Judy Dench will be funnier. Yeah, let's go Judy Dench. Yeah. Yeah. So Judy Dench shows them in. Um, Brad is probably limping a bit. Mm. And uh, they go downstairs. Because in this one, injuries actually happen. Oh, good. Injuries, they have consequences. Injuries yeah, great. Yeah. yeah. Vince Vaughn is there and they ask him, hey, what the hell, man? He says, well, they were going to pay me loads of money. Brad Pitt says, how much? How much were we worth to them dead? A million each? Two? And Vince Vaughn's like, 800k. Brad and I look at each other and grumble a little bit. Brad says, wait, was that 800k each? Mm-hmm. Or 800k together and 400k each? Vince Vaughn's like, 400k each? Motherfucker! And says, well, enough of that. Who was it, Vince? Who put the hit on us? And he says, I won't tell you. They'll kill me and my mum. And they're like, who Who was it? If you don't tell us, your mum's going to get to choose the telly. Um, he's like, oh, God, no. Okay, all I know is he's he's the big guy. Okay. Like, I think they call him, like, father. And Andrew's like, oh, I knew it. That's that's my boss. And Brad says, wait, that's the code name of my boss, too. Ooh, so they're both working for the same guy. Yeah. Okay. Who's running, like, two rival agencies and playing them off against each other. You got it. That's pretty interesting. Uh, they say, well, it's either run and hide forever or we fight back and end this. You know, to kind of do that sewer scene again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, why were they in a sewer? Why were they? It just, it, it was, <laughs> it made absolutely no sense. Yeah. It's a random corpse and stuff. So they go to uh, one of Andrew's secret bases and they do a, re- um, a research montage because, mm-hmm. you know, they, they just know father. They don't know anything else about this guy, who he okay. works for, whatever. They uncover a lot about the parent company of both their agencies and it's a, it's a company called big daddy cup oh it's back fantastic this one felt obvious yeah even the, the guy's called father like, true yeah i mean I, I, I was kind of primed for it i'm not gonna lie yeah. <laughs> um so they find the guy in charge played by keith david mm-hmm. i didn't realize that angela bassett was cast so i just I well, that, that was the, the the female voice though yeah yeah i mean we, we could always cast them as a power couple that, they that, could absolutely that, be a power couple that, yeah. that totally works in this yeah, that tracks yeah 
So, yeah, they, they, they find out that uh, it's two people in charge. It's Keith David and Angela Bassett. So they go to their facility. They've got an address or whatever. And, uh, yeah, instead of the film concluding with a shootout in a department store, this time they shoot their way into a high-security facility. Right. So they're breaking in somewhere. and there's To t- confront... Yeah. Keith David and Angela Bassett. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so the security guards and stuff they've got to take they've got mm-hmm. to take out like there's still the whole badass scene and like you know they get shot a lot and you yeah. know in their bulletproof vests and But that. there's and, just a point to it now. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, there's a bit more of a point to it. So it's, it's the same sort of thing. Uh-huh. Um it's just a mindless shootout. Right. But yeah, they get closer and closer to where they need to be until they get to the reception room that we saw Adam Brody in at the start. Right. With the with the lift doors that nobody nobody's allowed uh, in. Ah, okay. So, they go in the lift and they go up. Um, and the doors open, sat across in the room at a big desk. It's the big daddy himself and the big mama. Big mama. I'm <laughs> not. Yeah. Sure. Um, Keith David and Angela Bassett. Uh-huh. They're there doing a slow clap. Uh-huh. And uh, one of them says the word impressive. And they start a bad guy monologue. Okay. At this point, Brad and Ange, they sigh out of boredom by this. Bad, it's just a generic bad, bad guy monologue. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they sigh out of boredom. They both look at each other, like with a smile and a nod. They point their guns up at uh, Keith David and Angela Bassett. We see the camera like looking down the barrel of their guns, with those two looking badass behind it. Mm-hmm. And they shoot, and it cuts to black. Okay. And that's it. Maybe, maybe they go back to therapy to sort of bookend the movie again. Sure. And but, th- but that's it. So. They've taken out their bosses. Yeah. Like, they could wait to just do, a, for, for the bosses to do a whole bad guy monologue and, you know, maybe the bad guys would get the upper hand. But at that yeah. point, Brad and Andrew, they got the drop on them. Like, they can end it right there and then. Yes. What's stopping them? They're doing what any reasonable assassin would do. Yeah. Not waiting around. Yeah. Cool. And so, yeah, they're just kind of, that's it. Good. Okay. I like that more because it does give you an actual villain to root against. And yeah, yeah. things have some meanings. So, great. Yeah. Did that have a title at all? Or? Uh, it was... It was just Mr. and Mrs. Smith continued. Mr. and Mrs. Smith continued. Okay. Or you could say the end of Mr. and Mrs. Remixed, Smith. Remixed, yeah. Remixed, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. I didn't really give it a uh, give it much title thought because it's it's the same it's, film. It's the, it's the end of the same film. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Okay. No, very good. I can I can see how that would have improved things a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I go with my one now. Yeah. Sure. Okay. So my sequel is called Smith Family Values. Nice. And this is based on one of the many alternate endings that they. Uh, considered and this one they actually filmed there's an alternative ending you can see on the internet which is basically that instead of ending up in therapy mm. the two of them end up going to italy they, they're living in rome under like a new identity okay and it turns out they've had a daughter right and and the joke at the end is that the daughter is also an amazing shooter mm-hmm. like she's five years old but she shoots a little arrow thing into the head of a toy and it's just like you know it's like oh no she's picked up our skills right okay. so i'm thinking of that's the kind of thing they've moved to rome because obviously they're still probably I, I just just had an idea about what could happen if they did have kids yeah their kids could get recruited as well but they don't realize it yeah hey yeah or is that the plot of spy kids could be the plot of spy kids yeah mm. don't know but anyway i've not seen the spy kids movies i need to watch spy kids again that was amazing okay have you not seen spy kids i think it was a touch after my time to be watching kids movies to be honest oh, i really want to go back and watch it Okay. The cast is incredible. It's got everyone in it. Okay. We can't do it on this podcast because there's like four of them. But yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. No, but I can watch this. So. Anyway, this is not about Spy Kids. <laughs> so I was thinking, I've taken that idea where, so obviously at the end of the original movie, they've shot all of the goons, mm. but they're probably still wanted, you know, by these shady, powerful forces, mm-hmm. if not by the American government. Yeah. So they've moved to Italy, they've moved to Rome, and they've changed their identities. They're living 
like incognito in Rome and have been since the end of the first movie. Mm-hmm. So it's now 2021. It's been like 15 years. It yeah. was 2005, the original movie came out. So it's like 15 years later, they're both like, I think, pushing 50. I think mm-hmm. Brad Pitt's like 55. Angelina Jolie's like 46 right now. So, mm-hmm. you know, they're both, they're both older, you know. They're still 46? I know you think she's older, but no. Wow. Um, yeah. So they, yeah, they're living in Rome now, have been for like 15 years. I mean, I always thought that she just looked good for her age, but actually thinking about it, she just looked good. She just looked good, yeah. Because like 46, like, oh yeah, I can believe that. But I thought that she was like... 46 when this was made. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like just looking amazing. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh, no, she was only 30 when she made this film. All right. Yeah. Well, I guess that we did only recently do Hackers, and then that one, that was a long time before this. Yes. So, yeah. And she was like, yeah, 15 or 16 when she did Hackers. So, mm. yeah, it tracks. Anyway, <laughs> I will get to this sequel eventually. So, <laughs> yeah, they, that's fine. They've, they've moved to Italy under these new identities, and they've been living there incognito for the past, like, 15 years. Mm-hmm. And their daughter is now like 15 years old. Yeah. And their son, they also have a son who's like 12 or something. And I'm thinking that their marriage has kind of hit another dull streak. Mm-hmm. It's kind of started to lose the, the shine again once more because they both quit the assassination biz and they've just kind of dedicated themselves to like being full-time parents. Yeah. Oh, you know, maybe they've got like boring day jobs as well, but you know, they've focused so much on raising their kids that they've really stopped communicating with each other a little bit. And mm-hmm. it's kind of caused a bit of a problem. And now that their kids are getting older and more independent, they're realizing they've got a lot more time when it's just the two of them. And they're realizing they don't have anything left to say to each other anymore. Yeah. So it's a classic domestic situation. Also, Angelina Jolie has secretly started taking assassination jobs again. Ah, okay. I think it'd be like a twist to make it hair rather than hit. They both just agreed to never go back to that life. But now she's started like... I'm sure the obvious twist is that they both... Both could secret- be... Uh... Secretly. Well, I thought it'd be more fun if it was just her okay. and he's just like really tried to stay on the straight and narrow and like he's maybe he's got really into his model trains now. You know? Right, yeah. He's found sure. other more boring interests. Yeah. So maybe she's always sneaking off to do these assassinations and he starts to think that she's having an affair mm-hmm. and so maybe he tails her and then what he finds out the truth that she's taken on assassination jobs again and, and this causes a whole fight basically mm-hmm. and it causes them to, you know, because he's like, come on, I thought we'd move past this. You know, we've worked really hard and so we leave this behind and... And she's like, yes, but it makes me feel so alive, you know. And then they're just having a whole debate about it. Anyway, it causes a problem. So they're arguing about that. And then they come home and they realize that their kids have been arrested. Right, okay. So their kids get arrested for, it turns out, for strapping a bomb underneath one of their teacher's cars. Great. Because <laughs> I'm thinking that they've inherited their parents' mm-hmm. you know, assassination skills. Mm-hmm. So the bomb was found. Maybe the car blew up. But the kids are in, the kids like insist. Oh, we were just we were just trying to scare him. That this mm-hmm. teacher, we, we he, he was never actually going to be in the car. So no one's been killed. Yeah. But still, this is this is a worrying development that their kids have developed mm-hmm. these crazy, uh, you know, assassination skills and, and are using them. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Angelina and Brad go to the police to bail the kids out. And they're surprised to be met by none other than Kerry Washington, uh-huh, okay. who has now risen in, over the past 15 years has risen in the ranks to be the head of the American Secret Service. Mm-hmm. So she's very much high ranking. And she says, she explains that she's been tracking them for some time. Mm. Because of this incident with the exploding car, the kids could very easily be deported back to America now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if that happens, then they'll lose their fake identity and they will almost certainly become, become a target for assassination because there's the parents are still very much wanted yep. assassins back in America. Yep. So Kerry Washington gives them an ultimatum. Mm-hmm. She says, we can make this all go away so you can retain your secret identity and your kids can stay here in Italy. Mm-hmm. If you help us to take out the head of the Italian mafia. Okay. Yeah. Or so, yeah. or some like 
Italian warlord, mm. no- notorious crime boss who's like, I don't know, smuggling nuclear weapons or you know, something something that the American government are not pleased with, basically. Yeah. Some some reason they want this guy dead immediately. Yeah, yeah, sure. But he's a very high up crime boss to the point where he's got so much protection that anyone attempting to take him out would be on a suicide mission, essentially. Got it. So that's why they've they, they need the two greatest assassins in American history, which is apparently these two bozos. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also they need to like, you know, manipulate them so they, they can't say no because their kids' lives are at stake. Can we cast Ray Winston make him do another accent? As who? This Italian mob boss. Oh, sure, yeah. That could work. Yeah, yeah th- I've not really thought about who the mob boss could be, but yeah, it could be Ray Winston. I'm still just getting over his Russian accent. In Black it, it, was, it, was pretty, it was pretty special. Yeah. So yeah, no, Ray Winston works. That, that absolutely works. Mm-hmm. But also, there's a more important piece of casting, though. Okay. So they've been given this mission. They have to take out the head of the Italian crime syndicate mm-hmm. or their kids will be deported back to America. So they reluctantly agree. Mm-hmm. But then Kerry Washington says, well, to ensure that you complete the mission as as we've demanded and to make sure there's no double crossing mm-hmm. and to help you to get into their inner circle, we're going to assign you one of our best internal agents. Right. And this is a top Italian slash American mm-hmm. spy called mm-hmm. Chiara Lamborghini. <laughs> you made that up. Right? I did. Go, yeah. Right. Yeah, Chiara Lamborghini. And she's going to be played. <laughs> she's going to walk into the room now and she's going to be played by Jennifer Aniston. Ah, okay. Yeah. yeah. And Brad is immediately going to gasp mm-hmm. because he recognizes her mm-hmm. and he's going to have to sheepishly admit to Angelina that actually way before they got married, him and him and Chiara Lamborghini used to date. Yeah. Well, um, he did say in the original film that he got married. He was married before. Yeah. Maybe it's his ex-wife. Yeah. And yeah. so she's like, oh, nice to see you again, hubby or something. Mm-hmm. And then Angelina has no idea about this. Yeah. And then he has to sheepishly admit, oh, it's, it's her. Yeah. And obviously it'd be really fun because a lot of times past, I'm sure they don't, none of them care anymore yeah. to have like J- Jennifer... Aniston. Well, yeah, I mean, you, you say that, but I mean, yeah, Brad, Brad and Andrina are still going through a divorce. They're still in court, yeah. So, so uh, yeah, I mean, this this film's not going to get made, no. but <laughs> in my fantasy, yeah, it'd be fun for them to like make fun of the whole scandal and have mm. Jen come back in and let them play out this kind of you know yeah. dysfunctional three way relationship. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, obviously, Brad has to admit that this is his ex wife, and the three of them now have to work together, which is clearly going to cause quite a bit of tension. And so they get to work trying to infiltrate the crime boss's network. Obviously, we're going to have a lot of explosions and car chases and mm-hmm. random civilian casualties. You know, yeah. all, all the things you expect from this kind of movie. Yeah. I'd like to rescind my Ray Winston casting and go with David Schwimmer instead. Sure, yeah, that could also work. Yeah, just make it a full Friends fest, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, just specifically David Schwimmer. You know, well, I mean, if you, if you, but that being said, Italian crime boss? Yes. Joey Tribbiani? No. He's Italian. Yeah, but like... John Franston, David Schwimmer. Like... Yes, I get it. So yeah, I know. You know, it's funny. Yeah, it's funny if it's him. It's not just the Ross Rachel thing. Apparently, they're going out now as well. So yes, so I heard. Yeah. Okay, you're right. Yeah, because then maybe when she's breaking into helping them to infiltrate mm-hmm. into the crime boss's thing, it turns out she also dated the crime boss himself. Yeah. So she, she's yeah, she's got her connections all over the place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking that Kiara, Ray, Jennifer Aniston, and Brad Pitt have to have they have to pretend to be a couple right because to to infiltrate the crime gang Mm. because Angelina she's much more of a techie she's so Mm. like you say she's so organized she can really handle all of the organizational stuff Mm -hmm. so it makes more sense for them to be the fake couple and for her to be like working the machines from from the background Mm -hmm. but that makes her end up suspecting that Brad and I I keep want to say Rachel that Brad and Jen (laughs) are having an affair again Mm -hmm. and that makes her very insecure yep 
So obviously there's going to have to, it's going to have to culminate in a very dramatic, very destructive cat fight between Jennifer Aniston <laughs> and Angelina Jolie. Yeah. Much like the fight in the original movie, it's going to destroy an entire castle or something. Great. Yeah. And may well end up in them having sex afterwards just because, nice. you know, so much tension. Yeah. 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 And Brad Pitt can be just like watching like, oh no, stop. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't hurt each other. Please stop this sexy fighting. Please. <laughs> For me? No. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but I'm thinking what end, ends up having to happen is that maybe it turns out that... Actually, that this could work. So you've cast David Trimmer as the crime boss. Mm. Actually, yeah. So Jennifer Aniston and Brad Pitt, they infiltrate the crime syndicate posing as a couple. Mm-hmm. Angelina Jolie's on the side. And then at the last minute, Jennifer Aniston betrays Brad and Angelina. Right. Turns out she was a double agent the whole time working for David Trimmer because he's her lover. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Ange- and then Angelina and Jen have a huge cat fight. Yep. And, you know, kick ass and destroy property, yep. whatever. And Brad Pitt and David Schwimmer. Brad Pitt and David Schwimmer can fight, yeah, sure. It feels like, it'd be, feels like it'd be a bit one-sided, but sure, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then it ends up, maybe, maybe it ends up with Brad's holding a gun. He's got an, he's mm-hmm. pointing a gun at Jen and Angelina. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you've got to kill one of them and he has yep. to have it, make that decision. And of course he chooses Angelina. Cause, yeah. And then, yeah. And, and I guess they saved their kids. I, ran, I, I stopped writing at this oh, point, yeah. but I'm guessing kids. this. Kids. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that was kind of a way in that I forgot about. But yeah. yeah. So ultimately, yes, they they stay together. They defeat the crime boss. Mm-hmm. Jennifer Aniston goes to jail or something. I, actually, I don't, I don't think I want Brad Pitt to shoot Jennifer Aniston. She's suffered enough. Poor Jen. Mm, yeah. But he, he incapacitates her instead. Maybe post-credit scene, she's wearing bulletproof vest. Sure, something happens. Yeah. Always any firing blanks, whatever. Yeah. But she goes to jail instead. Yeah. yeah. But Brad and Angelina, they get their kids back. They get to live their incognito lives again but maybe again post credit or last scene we learn that the daughter who's like 17 now mm-hmm. claims she's going to university but really she's going to international assassin school great and she's following in her parents footsteps yeah so yeah nice that is a um, smith family values smith family values mm-hmm. i like it yeah yeah that totally works mm-hmm. um okay so my second idea uh-huh um, is called Mr. and Mrs. Depp. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, I'm joking. Oh, that joke's way too soon. Mm-hmm. Oh, dear. That's rough. Uh, so, no. Uh, for real, my, my idea is called The Smiths versus The Joneses. The Smiths versus The Joneses. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, 15 years later or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, Mr. and Mrs. Smith have rebuilt their house and have both retired from the game. Okay. The film starts with them having a couple's argument about something mundane, like new curtains, or sure. whether or not to get a piano for the living room, or sure. something like that. I like the idea that it's always the curtains. Yeah. Just a constant cause of stress is just these goddamn curtains. She keeps getting new curtains, and he's like, I like the old curtains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's just a constant burn um, of contention in their relationship. We talked about this, dear. Yeah. Yeah. Um, outside, they hear a car pull up next door. It's some new neighbours. Mm-hmm. They peek out of an upstairs curtain to see who it is, and out of the car comes a young couple... Played by Margot Robbie and Michael B. Jordan. Oh, interesting. Okay. Good casting. Yeah. Um, they have a look around and... Sorry. Uh, Michael B. Jordan has a look around and quickly clocks that they're being spied on. Mm-hmm. And so Brad and Angelina quickly duck. Mm-hmm. That evening, you know, from here on out, I call them the Smiths. That evening, the Smiths go over, go over to introduce themselves. Jane has a pie that she'll claim that she baked. Mm-hmm. And uh, they knock on the door and Michael B. Jordan greets them. They introduce themselves and he introduced himself as David Jones mm-hmm. and says, and you must meet my wife, Diane. Honey, won't you come down and meet the Smiths? 
It's really like the, like the idea of Michael B. Jordan talking Being about like that. super white. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very like middle White crop. suburban. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sort of 50 sort of thing. Kind of like one of the black characters in Get Out. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mar- Margot Robbie comes down and greets them with a, a thick southern accent, a very Dolly Parton. Okay, says, I can see that for her, yeah. says uh, that they simply must come in for dinner. Okay. Um, so the four of them all have dinner together, and... Uh, John and Jade, or the Smiths, they notice a very thick sexual tension between the Joneses. Uh-huh. The kind they've not felt since the last movie. Oh, okay. No, so I'm they're not, jealous. I, I, a little bit, but they're also like, oh, these two feel like the younger versions of us. This is right, okay. this is interesting. So they start talking about their jobs and lives, and everyone gives made up career, stories about made-up careers that they've rehearsed. And the Smiths, uh, they share a look telepathically calling bullshit on the, on the Joneses' stories. Uh-huh. They've heard these kind of stories. They, they, they see they, right they, through them. They, 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 they can, they can yeah. hear a fake story. Okay. So over the coming days, they notice these two coming in and out of the house at weird times, always traveling separately and one often leaving shortly after the other. Another tell that the Joneses are secretly spies or mm-hmm. assassins or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, after a while, the Smiths wake up in the middle of the night hearing a disturbance from next door. They can hear a gunfight going on, clearly an extravagant one. Eventually it goes quiet. And then they're bothered by the sounds of some very passionate and very built-up lovemaking. Okay. They have sex themselves while the mood is going around. <laughs> okay. And, uh, <laughs> sure. Yeah. And uh, immediately fall asleep. Maybe uh-huh. uh, Brad actually starts snoring like the second he's done or something. Sure, sure, yeah. Um, I mean, he's 56 at this point. Yeah, yeah, exactly. A little bit old. I was going to make this whole story about two assassins who were just older, yeah. like casting old people in them. But then I suddenly realized... Oh, wait, that's just the hitman's wife's bodyguard. Pretty much, yeah. That's, that's just exactly what... I, I, I then thought, like, why don't I cast Selma Hayek? Mm-hmm. Great idea, Harry. Wait a minute. No. Oh, it's literally you had the all about done. Steve thing again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the next morning, they were woken up by the sound of next door's house exploding. Oh, great. Well, that would wake you up, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they run to the window and watch as the Joneses break into the Smith's garage and steal Brad's car. He goes, oh, no! <laughs> and... <laughs> And goes to run down and gets to get in the other car and chase them down. But Ange stops him and says, look at this. And it's a text message from Vince Vaughn with a hit for the Joneses. Five million each. Ooh. Oh, so they are still working as assassins then? Well, maybe, maybe they're retired, but five million. That's oh, they're just, this is their best offer in a while. Yeah, yeah okay. that's a lot of money. Okay. They could, uh, they could buy next door's house and rebuild it. Yeah, whatever. Um, I, I have some weird fantasies of what i could do to next door's house oh i see oh okay this is if <laughs> <laughs> um, it happens to them you'll know now so they share a look and each run downstairs grabbing weapons out of various pieces of furniture they begin a car chase there's lots of shooting and there's also remnants of a swat team who are also trying to kill the joneses mm-hmm. so it's clearly like a public hit has gone out on the joneses right and the smiths want to get their first get the money so they've got to take out some swat cars mm-hmm. so there's a bit of a reason for that um yeah they take out some swat cars one by one on the highway and eventually catch up with the Joneses. Brad motions to motions to them to wind down their windows and pull over. And the Joneses are shocked to see their older neighbours are the people in the car chase who just took out three SWAT vehicles. Oh, they like, didn't realise. What? But you're so old. And he's <laughs> like, no, we're like 50. And like, yeah, but we're 20. <laughs> Whatever, I don't know. They all pull over and they get out and talk. Four oh. of them just have, have a chat. The Joneses reveal that they literally just last night found out that their other halves are also assassins working for competing oh, so companies. Oh, history has literally repeated Pretty itself. Pretty much, yeah. Okay. Because I'm a lazy writer. Yes. <laughs> um, and uh, they were hired to kill each other. Uh-huh. 
the Smiths reveal that they were also assassins that have had the exact same experience and that they are responding to a very big hit on the Joneses' lives, but are willing to forego that so the four of them can team up to take down the two companies. Ah, uh, okay. That's where I've got to. To be honest, that pretty much links into the first idea I wrote. Because, mm-hmm. like I say, I'm a lazy writer and these films just kind of repeat. I mean, this film is lazily written, so I can't really yeah. judge you too hard this week. <laughs> uh, no, I think that could work. Yeah, because maybe yeah, maybe they, they realise that the agency is still employing the same old tricks. Yeah. And they're like, listen, d- learn from our mistakes. Yeah. Don't blow up your house. Yeah, well, too late. Oh, it's too late. Okay. Yeah, let's team up together and take down the man. Take yeah. Down, yeah, maybe they do it like a... Let's fake your deaths and then, like, we, you know, yeah. sh- share the money. But, like, as part of the plan, it's take down these agencies. Yeah, yeah. I like that. And you could have a lot of, you could get a lot of comedy out of, like I said, the, the, the contrast between the younger mm. generation and how they operate between these two kind of old school assassins. And, yeah. 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 That could be fun. You could, I think you could really have fun teaming up. You could have, like, Brad and Michael B. Jordan, and you could have Angelina and Margot and Robbie mm. have them, you know, teaming up and, and really exp- experiencing how the generation has shifted like that could yeah. be really interesting i like that yeah yeah so uh that is the smiths versus the joneses the smiths versus the Joneses. is very very good you didn't call it mr mr smith too the smiths versus the joneses i don't yeah. know whatever um so yeah that's that do the listeners have anything to contribute they do of course okay. i will uh tell you some of the ideas that they had so dan lebrecht said mr and mrs and dr smith mr and mrs smith are at it again but this time, Brad Pitt's older brother, who happens to be a dermatologist, is caught up in the shenanigans. Okay. So I think a lot, the idea of this, and I quite like this, is that maybe like he's got a really straight-laced, ordinary brother who's got a really boring job. Right, okay. Dermatologist. Yeah, yeah. Who like, comes to, come, like, uncle, whatever, who comes mm-hmm. to visit and gets, like, wrapped up in an assassination mm-hmm. chaos. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, sure. Dig into the family, fake or real, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Drew Mancini said, Little Smiths. It's all about their kids, kind of like little fuckers. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Focus on the kids, yeah. Connor Crehan said, Mr. and Mrs. and Mr. Smith. Mm-hmm. The Smiths become polygamous. Ah, uh, yeah. Or polyamorous, maybe. Yeah. I don't know, yeah. Yeah. yeah and there's another Mr. Smith joins the Sounds good. Joins the group, yeah. Uh, Rosalind Device said, Air Smith. It's all about the family dog. It's made like a dog assassin. I like mm-hmm. that idea. Uh, I think yeah. that's based on like Airbud, which is a dog. Yeah. Film. So, yeah. Adam Capitano said, Mr. and Mrs. Smith go to Washington. It's a Old oh, yeah. film called Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. It's a Cary Grant sure. film. Duncan Flaster said a British reboot called Mr. and Mrs. Smythe. <laughs> just make them very British. I don't know. Sure. I mean, Smith is a very British, British name. Cl- classically yeah, British name. Clearly, the Americans think it needs an E on the end. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, and finally, our friend Martin, Gar- Martin Gardner at MG Loves Fun said Smith, Smith, and Jones, featuring Jennifer Aniston as Jones. It turns out to be a Russian double agent doing a cat- doing a catastrophic Russian accent. Great. So a little bit of my idea and a little bit of your idea there. Yeah. Just, yeah all came together. Mm-hmm. So thank you everybody for those sequel ideas. We ask for your listener submissions every week a few days before we record mm-hmm. by putting posts out on Facebook and Twitter where you can post your ideas. So make sure you like and follow our pages if you don't want to miss out. Mm-hmm. To listen to more episodes of Beyond the Box Set, you can subscribe and browse our back catalogue on any podcasting platform including Apple, Spotify, Google Play, and many others, in all of which you can also leave a five-star review if you so wish. You can also support us on Patreon for as much or as little as you think we're worth. To access all the bonus features that we mentioned earlier, you can find all the links in the description below or at beyondtheboxset.com. Mm-hmm. And next week, Harry, yeah. back to me. Yeah, I see the fear in your eyes. Yeah. It's justified. Yeah. Uh, I am going to continue, despite the mediocre reaction last week mm-hmm. i'm going to continue plowing through my little mini series because i've got it all planned out and i'm not just letting a little thing like you hating it get in my way mm-hmm. so 
Okay. Yeah. So I, I've, I've, there's, there's only two more, and I've got I've got I've, two more. I've got a real end game for this, and this week you'll see where I'm going with this. Oh god. This week you'll see where it's where it's going. Um, okay. So how long is it? This is the thing. I can't say that this film is better than All About Eve because that's literally one of the best <laughs> films ever made and you still hated it. That's fair. Yeah. I can say this film is shorter and more happens. Okay. okay. Like, yeah, it's yeah. not based in a theater. There's some actual events happening. Yeah. And it's not two and a half hours long. So, you know, there's that. Okay. So, uh, next week, we're going to do a film called Mildred Pierce. Mildred Pierce. I'm not sure I've heard of it. No. I'm going to check on how long it is and uh, see how we're looking there. It's under two. I think it's an hour and... Mildred Pierce. 1945? Yeah. Hour 51. Yeah. Falls under the two hour mark. It's Mm. 20 minutes shorter than the last one. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm going somewhere with this. And you'll... I think when you... You'll see... You'll have a twig when you watch this one or maybe you'll twig when I announce my next one. But And the next one I know you'll like, so... I have a direction that I'm moving towards and then, then we can leave it behind and never speak of it again. But okay. I, want to, I want to see this through now. So Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So join us next week, listeners, for Mildred Pierce. Yeah. It's, it's going to be a great time. Well, if, if you go in with a bad attitude, then it won't. Maybe you'll like it. Give it a chance. Give it a fair chance. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, bye. Bye. Oh, we redid the house.